Welcome. You're listening to Cold Cuts. I'm Eric. And I'm Aria. And we are medium-sized men with medium-sized brains. And between the two of us, we can come up with one original thought. We're both recent college grads, and uh, each episode we're going to discuss tech or media that sparks our interest. Oh, and uh, at the end of each episode, we are going to each give a hot take, just because. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about some lawsuits, because that's fun. (laughs) We're going to talk about some lawsuits, because that's really fun. God damn (laughs) We're going to talk about some lawsuits, because that's really fun. Oh my, this fucking cat. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, Yeah, so the epic lawsuit. Yeah. Okay, do you want to... I don't know too much about it. All I know is that... um, Fortnite was removed from Google Play and, and the Apple, Apple and Store, the Store because of like they didn't want to pay something or yeah. they had like direct transactions yeah, or something. Okay. Well, I don't so, even know what that means. So what happens is there's like a lot of context in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. If you have an app on the store that has in-app purchases, yeah, you have to ha- route the in-app purchases through the App Store. Like transit, like the transaction has to go through the App Store, right? Which okay. means that Apple takes a cut or Google takes a cut. Oh, is there tax on of, it? Yeah, it's they take a cut for like you know that's fee for putting it on the store, right? Okay. Um, so it's thirty percent for both of them, that's which is like a lot. Actually. That's it's actually a lot. A lot. Yeah, but but they can get away with it because they literally it's a duopoly, right? Yeah. Epic. This is a bit of a continuation of what they've been doing with PC games, um, because what they've been doing, like Steam on PC, also takes a thirty percent cut, and Steam effectively had a monopoly for a very long time. Um, it probably still does. Yeah, I, I, but it's more like now, like oh, some publishers, Blizzard and EA, would like put yeah. their games on their stores. But anyway, so e- Epic came in and started like having their storefront that only takes like fifteen percent or something, and they started having exclusivity deals with some developers. And this is what like pissed people off about it a bit. Borderlands Three or like Control or The Outer World people are just annoyed that like you have to buy it on a different storefront right it's like literally the most minor of inconveniences yeah they take much less of a cut than steam does that's why there were all these companies were so eager to to do the exclusivity deals because like borderlands the game is so big people know about it they want to buy it there's so many ads everyone knows it's coming out just because they don't see it on the steam store doesn't mean they're not going to go out of their way to to find it right so they know they can get away with it like not having it on steam 15 percent exactly and make more money in the long run and some of them were timed exclusives too right um, so it was just like, you know, for the first three months, it's on Epic. And then so all the people who are like, we're going to buy it day one, they're they're going to make more money off them because those are basically guaranteed customers too, right? It's also like the, the big spike when games come out is exactly. always like the first like month. Anyway, the, that's the rule for the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, right? Yeah. Um, they take 30%. And the important thing is that any transaction you make in an app that comes from the store has to go through that store as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why like Spotify or Netflix doesn't let you subscribe in the app. That's why, you, like, when you click it, you have to go oh, to it. It opens a web page. Yeah, you know? I guess I never you know really I mean? yeah, thought about that. They're losing a lot of money to Apple and Google, right? Yeah, I mean, if you, like, want to think about it that way, yeah. you know. Um, now, the fact that it's epic is interesting because Fortnite, when it first released on phones, was not available on iPhones. Yeah. It was only available on Android, but it was not on the Google Play Store because of oh, this. Oh, I didn't now, know Now, Fortnite... And this was like you remember when the mobile version was coming out. It was pretty much at its peak. I would yeah. I would say that Fortnite was at its peak oh, then. Yeah. When it came out, you could only get Fortnite on two, through two ways on your phone. You could download the the Epic launcher from their website and install it on your phone because Android lets you install apps from other sources. Yeah. Or you could have a Samsung. Now Samsung, because they're Samsung, um, has their own app store that runs alongside the play store on the phone right okay so they have the galaxy store and it's literally like 90 90 percent of the apps are the same 
but some of it is just like they have Fortnite ads, right? But like originally, the only way that you could get Fortnite without downloading it from their website was if you had a Samsung, you could get it through this store. Uh-huh. It's their own software. So Google can't tell them you can't put a store on your phone. This is also what Huawei does. Um, this is what Huawei did in China because now, you know, when Google got kicked out of China, um, they already had the thing ready to go, like their own ecosystem ready to go because they already had a store on their phone. Okay. Because they were anticipating it, right? Yeah. Anyway, so Samsung has that what they did to fortnite was that for both versions the android and ios they put in microtransactions like that they were already there yeah. but they did like a, a stealth update that made it bypass the store transaction system mm-hmm. right and nobody so, know how long did they get away with that like a for? day literally a day yeah yeah i oh, mean it was, okay. it was obvious if you were playing the game that's how they were bypassing the the fees so this was obviously a calculated move yeah so they got taken down from apple first and then they got taken out from google uh, earlier today they uh, launched a lawsuit against both Apple and Google um, that was already, you know, I was obviously pre-prepared. Yeah. You know, they were expecting this. Yeah. They're like monopolies or something like that, right? They made some claims in the in the lawsuit that were all, like, true. Their their thing about Google was a little bit more nuanced because they do allow you to install apps on Android, not from the Play Store. But their point was, so this is what, what makes me think it was absolutely planned out very far in advance, not just, like, a few months. Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking, like, this is from when they were releasing Fortnite on their own launcher. Like, like this was years ago. Because they used as evidence, like, okay, this is Fortnite, yeah. published by Epic Games, a billion-dollar company. Yeah. The most popular game in the world. They yeah. had 350 million downloads, right? Yeah incredibly popular they released their their game on android not in the play store and even then being a billion dollar company with tons of money to spend on advertising and the game had tons of players was barely successful through that route and then they released it on play store and then they put a comparison oh this is the difference even with all our resources this is the massive difference between the amount of downloads that we get and so what does that imply or that, what are they trying to imply that even though there is a option Quote it's not a realistic yeah. option because even a company of this size with this much reach can barely do anything that means that anyone else is pretty oh, much Oh it's fun, like a right? like a virtue signal kind of thing it's like oh it's there but it's exactly. like Exactly also like when you there. do it on your phone like you have to first of all it's off by default you have to go to your settings and turn on a setting average user never scrolls down in their settings app you know yeah, <laughs> um yeah. you need to it even gives you warnings like it's like oh this is from an unverified source like it might it might oh, be like so a it's virus like it's yeah, it's like scaring people yeah. right um there's just a lot of things you have to click to actually do it. Right, exactly. It's, it's going to turn people off. Um, I, I get that. Okay. I didn't know that that was a, a thing. The, the base of that argument is that, like computers, the mobile phone, it's now more of a general computing platform than, right. okay, it's not an... Like, I'm not buying an Apple like because... Like it's an Apple. It's because I want a phone, and a phone is necessary. Yeah. Right? So that that's what I was going to ask about before. Right. Um, so, okay. T- well... I don't know, and I don't know, I don't know if anybody does, you know, the, the average person about like monopoly law and like yeah. antitrust busting and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know too much about it, but um, yeah, I I I kind of understand what they're aiming for when you put it that way. Like, uh, you know, smartphones have evolved. Like before, you didn't like need a cell phone, but nowadays you kind you kind of need a smartphone to mm-hmm. you know operate, which is like I guess kind of shitty to say, and it's just. Yeah, call, internet, email, all that kind of stuff. Like you, you like know. like you don't need a computer if you're not if your job doesn't require. Yeah, you literally. Know, like, so I understand like the times have changed, right? Also, if you're in if you're in not America, like I know in India particularly, there's actually more people with phones than with computers. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, like my parents don't use a computer. They don't. Yeah. Do, it's oh, all my mom doesn't use a computer yeah, either. Everything's yeah. on their phone, yeah. you know. And it's 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 good enough, you know. Yeah. And it's way cheaper. Yeah. yeah like uh, occasionally, my mom busts out her iPad. That's it. That, but that's a really hard argument. I don't know how that would work in like a law setting. Right? Okay, so there's a precedent. The only real precedent that we have to go off of is Microsoft in the '90s, because Microsoft was has always been in a strange place. Um, where it comes to the antitrust stuff, where they're really yeah. the only American company that has been hit with antitrust laws. Um, I guess, yeah. But it was for stuff that they were doing in the 90s, and by, like, today's standards, like, nobody oh, would give was, a shit. Like, nobody would give a shit what they were doing. Oh. It, was, it was, you know what it was, literally, that, that they were bundling I Internet thought... Explorer as the default browser with Windows. Yeah. But what that did set a precedent was it recognizes that a default is a yeah. anti-competitive thing, right? Yeah, I, if you set your own sense. apps as the defaults, um, then most people are going to use that. Like, like, why do you think Google pays so much money to Apple to be the default uh, search engine on Safari? You know, like they yeah. pay billions of dollars for that, right? Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's, I understand. Uh, there's also another thing in the suit that was also a good point. Google actively disallows phone manufacturers to put other stores on their phones. As is Apple. Right, right. Um, but the, it's a bit different with Apple because Apple makes their own hardware, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, if they wanted to put another store on it, they would, right? Yeah. But they just don't want to. But with Google, it's more complicated because they make the OS and then they sell it to manufacturers. They sell it to Samsung. They sell it to LG. They sell, anyway, they license it from Google, right? Mm-hmm. Now, part of the licensing deal, the thing that is the important part, because Android is actually open source. You can build your own version of Like, any random person can build your own version of Android and put it on a phone. Yeah. Okay? The thing that makes it relevant that they're leasing from Google is the Play Store because that's not open source. That's Google's software, right? Yeah. So what they're leasing from that is like, you know, you have when I have an, a Samsung phone, I, I have Gmail pre-installed. I have the Google app pre-installed. I have the Play Store. I have like all the like the main Google suite is pre-installed on my phone. The agreement is that if you want to have the Play Store on your phone, you cannot pre-install any other app stores from third parties. Samsung can do it because they make their own. Huawei can do it because they make their own. LG, so this is another thing they brought up, Epic brought up. They approached LG to have a deal with them to put the Epic store on LG phones. The deal fell through because Google threatened to pull their license to the Play Store from LG yeah. if they went through with this. And they need that. Exactly, exactly. Too. Yeah. So, and that's and that's all under monopolistic, like... Practices, Practices. Yeah. So, well... Well, again, so I understand, I guess, what Epic's trying to do, but the weird, the argument kind of sounds like, and I, you know, I, I don't know too much about this, mm-hmm. but it's like, um, of course, they're in control of their own like ecosystems. Yeah. I mean, like Apple products has full control over Apple products. Right. And it is monopolistic, but I kind of think they have every right to do that. The only problem with it now is that there are no alternatives, right? And that's right, why and that's where the general monopoly. computing argument comes in, because this is the same one that was used against Microsoft with Windows, was that Windows was so ubiquitous that, it, yeah, Microsoft could do whatever they want with Windows, but it was so ubiquitous at the time that if you wanted a computer, you were getting a Windows computer, right? It was just yeah, like... Yeah, pretty much. And, it was, and that was why they were under scrutiny. Yeah. Um, there have been rumblings about antitrust lawsuits against Google for a while now. They've never actually happened yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Google kind of is a monopoly. Yeah, too. you know, but but here's the thing: it's like it's well, actually, you could maybe you can tell me: is it two separate monopoly lawsuits? In this oh yeah, regard? it's two. It's two lawsuits: one one against Apple, one against Google. So how right. can you sue two different companies for having a monopoly on almost for not the same having thing? for for monopolistic practices? Can you have two monopolies? Yeah, it's called duopoly. I mean, I, I oh yeah, yeah, I mean, but like, but like, there have been examples in the that, past of like antitrust lawsuits against companies that were not monopolies, but they had a monopolistic position. There was like two or three companies in the sector, and it was like all of them, you know. I see. 
I mean, obviously, Apple and Google are fighting it. I don't think anything's yeah. going to change. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is this like a precedent kind of thing? Because here's the thing, like, you know, Epic's a big company, but like yeah. Google and Apple are much trillion bigger. dollar companies. Like, yeah. they're much bigger. I mean, Apple and Google can hire like the best lawyers yeah. in the world. Obviously, Epic, they have enough money to hire the same level lawyers. Mm-hmm. I don't think the issue would be how good their lawyers are. I think it's just that American antitrust laws are kind of weak. Well, yeah. Well, I, well, I think I think Epic is going to lose. Yeah, is yeah. what I'm saying. Um, I think it's more of just like a statement kind of thing. Um, now, of course, they're going to frame this as like, oh, we're standing up for the little guy, and like, I mean, they're not, yeah, not but like, doing if that. they get in that position, like, they're not going to give a shit, you know? Well, no, they're not. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's like, yeah, it's a, but it's a side effect. Yeah, it's it's a thing. side effect. Yeah, exactly. Not... Like, they're not not doing that, but that's also not their goal. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it's also very convenient. I just, for I just think it's funny. Publicity. I see this a lot on like social media and stuff. Like, whenever someone's like, the company did this good thing, there's always some jackass in the comments that's like, well, you know, they're doing it for profit first, and like, yeah, no shit, they're doing <laughs> it for profit. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like a, why is this something? that you need to be reminded of this is like an organization <laughs> that is purely made to make money yes they have like a service or a product that they want to sell to you of course everything is for fucking money like like even if even if it's something that like seems selfless i guarantee they have calculated that in the future this will help them make money <laughs> yeah i mean even like uh like everything is kind of like people are talking about the post office losing money you know like it's that not a company I saw this tweet, and it was like uh, 91% of Americans approve of the Federal Postal Service, uh, despite it operating at a deficit. And someone responded, it's like, that's because it's a service, not a company. And like nobody says the military loses $750 billion. You know, that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. It's like, no, it, it just costs as much because yeah. we have mail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there was another thing about the, the you said about their lawyers. They, they hired two of like the biggest law firms in the U.S. Fager, Drinker, Biddle, and Reith. Drinker, it's just all the name partners and Cravat, Swain, and Moore, which yeah. uh, I've never heard of them, but apparently they're big. Yeah, yeah, very lawyer-like last yeah. name. <laughs> Fager, I mean, Drinker, you, Biddle, and Moore. Have you ever seen Suits? No. Like, the way the show portrays the way law firms are named, it, it's it's the last name of all like the the name partners. Right. Or I guess they're they're right. name partners. It's like the five top people's last names. Right. So wait, who hired those guys? Epic. Oh, Epic did. Okay, so Epic is. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like they prepared for this. Like they were ready. They probably had the contracts ready like yeah. a year ago. You know, now that they're bringing out the the big guns, you know, they're yeah. slapping that uh that magnum on the table. It's like try me, <laughs> try me, motherfucker. One of the interesting parts of the Apple versus Samsung patent wars were the courts. Sometimes you would get these judges that clearly did not understand what they were reading. You know, and I mean, it's one thing because, like, you know, a lot of judges, they ask what sound like to a layman dumb questions, but it's because they want to hear them explain it, not because they they don't know. Oh, you know, it's yeah, because they want to hear what their, what their logic is. That's a good is. point. But yeah. uh, what I'm saying, like, one of the things from this, the Apple versus Samsung wars was, like, they would read a patent document, like a lawyer would present, like, a patent document to, like, a judge, and they would say, like, oh, clearly this thing shows that, like, you know, we had this design first in the Apple, like blatantly copied us or like whatever. Right. Yeah, and then they'd be yeah. like, Oh, well like they didn't, they just like couldn't understand the significance of what they were looking at. Cause they were like, Oh, this, this is like a tiny thing. Right. It doesn't matter. But the, like they couldn't like, sometimes you, makes you it, have them going back and forth. Like, Oh, this is a very important little thing. But yeah. um, like, I'm wondering like, how do you explain to like a 75 year old judge, like the, the closed ecosystems of yeah. phone markets, you know, I, I would say though, that's probably less likely to happen now just cause like, it's uh, so much more popular. Like back then, how long ago was that? Twenty ten ish. You know, it's not late 
but like, or it's not early. Well, that was still new like, with smartphones, but I mean, this was it wasn't. I guess it was kind of about. They ended around twenty fifteen. Like it's a, it was what, like five years. What I'm saying is, it's in another. Bit, it's another ten years. You know, I'm I'm assuming there are a certain number of judges that are kind of specialized in this. Yeah, but you know, I, also tech, like this. Patent, I think I think this whatever. is this is much harder to understand for a layman than a patent because a patent yeah. is, a, is a, as an idea a patent. Like everyone knows what a patent is, right? Um, I mean, yeah, I took a whole class on intellectual property. Like patents are extremely complicated. Even like you, you ignore all the like. Um, oh no, 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 I, I know. Like the law is, I'm, I'm saying like the average person, if you ask them what a patent is, they could tell you something. Yeah, you I know, guess they yeah. would know. Yeah. Um, I'm saying like this because this is kind of like a, it's it's like all right for this specific thing, unless you were paying attention to like the tech industry in the '90s, this kind of issue would not be on your radar. Yeah, because it's not like um. You know, it's not. It's like not super intuitive. Yeah, exactly. It kind of is. Also, it hasn't been. Really. There hasn't been a big issue regarding this since the '90s with Microsoft. I'm trying to find a way to relate this to the uh, college football thing <laughs> because it's the NCAA is like the biggest like athletics like college athletics organization. Almost every big school like operates through them, and I don't really know if that's considered a monopoly or not. Sports leagues have government allowed monopolies. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like I the NFL, that. for example, like is a company, but they have a they have a government granted exception, basically. Because it's a sport. Like if you're an NFL player, like you let's say you feel like you're not getting paid enough, like the most you can do is change franchises. You can't yeah. switch to another league. I mean, maybe you could do some social media buzz and yeah. try to like. Well, there's always XFL. <laughs> there is always XFL. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I remember I saw something it. recently. Someone bought them. And it, it was, was a, the Rock. The Rock bought it. It was, XFL. Rock. It was like yeah, for 15, yeah. it was fifteen. And it was really cheap. It was fifteen too. million. I'm like, excuse <laughs> me. It's like, wow, you bought a sports league for fifteen million. <laughs> this seems like another thing when like Justin Timberlake bought uh, MySpace. It's like I don't even. I don't know. He probably bought it for more, but it's just like still like, come on, man. If they're college football, like uh, the Big Ten, and then the big all the big West Coast schools, they go under like a different like name, mm-hmm. something like twelve. I don't remember what it was. Uh, they canceled their seasons. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's fucking mad, including the players. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't get paid, do they? No, they don't. See, here's the thing. The players are like, we want to play, but also we need to play, like, without risk of COVID. Right. You know, like, they want to protect, obviously protect themselves. Like, why do they want to play? Because, I mean, they like football. Yeah, know? but, like, I feel like that's a very weak reason to want to play. I mean... Like, by itself. It's like, you know, because I, I like it. It's kind of like, you know, in the face of getting COVID, it's just kind of, you know, not I mean, the I same. guess. It's, I guess... Because, I guess, well, playing for them is beneficial, too, because, like, I mean, that's the only way they get out to the, like... They yeah. they have a limited amount of time in college, yeah, you know? true. That's and they true. need to get drafted, you know, all that kind of so stuff. They need to have results to show for that. You know? that so I'm a, I I'm, I don't know too much about it, and I kind of I'm just assuming that. But like they have like legitimate like financial reasons to want to play as well. And then also like these schools are really pushing for like not all players want to play. Like they just need to play safely. But the schools are like, COVID's not a big deal. They don't want to spend more money on it. But also, do they, they like want to have crowds? I don't know. I don't because know. I know one of the like. Like they make tons of money off those games. Yeah. So, but the basically the fight is between like yeah the, the players and like uh, the schools and like the NCAA because um, I mean like the big football schools like make their money off college football. Yeah. And so like if they don't have that like they're kind of screwed, right? Yeah. Which is a really shitty reason, mind you. What do you think of the um argument for schools um spending money tons of money on sports, basically saying that like it makes the school money. It's stupid. No. But it's it's like, what if you uh, say, like, okay, we can spend this money on football, make a ton of money, and then we can lower tuition for everyone else. 
okay, but they don't do that, which is like it's like the biggest ripoff because they're they're claiming like oh like if we didn't uh, if we, we were allowed to like if we allowed players to like get sponsorships and like make their own money it would lead to corruption and all the time to- like only like it would be a like a like a like the kind of like a Patriots kind of situation where like only like a couple teams win every single year, but that also already happens. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> but then it's just because the school's money, which where whichever school spends more instead of. Yeah, so but but, but I'm saying like now instead of like that money like that the school's getting like going to the like now it's it's going to the pockets of like the deans and the coaches or whatever and not going to the players. Did you know that most in a lot of states one of, like some of the highest paid public employees are like state college yeah. football teams yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, football you, coaches? Yeah, you were telling me about yeah. this. I'm not mad that they're making a lot of money, but it it just it it for the most part it looks like it's coming out of the players' pockets because mm-hmm. you're not allowing them to. You know, make their make own money. money. Yeah. And then they also it goes into like, also, I'm sure the fact that like like if you play college football at that level, like you have to devote your entire life yeah, to it. Literally. You, you can't have a job. Yeah. And the NCAA and the NCAA is always like downplaying CT and all that crap. It's like, no, you like guys, come on. Guys, come on. <laughs> um You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> yeah. And so I uh, so I was reading this article in the Atlantic about it and um it boils down Atlantic, to Atlantic, please hire him. <laughs> um it boils down to this like age old thing age old is as far as like college sports goes it's like are they student athletes or like athlete students here's the thing like uh they're student athletes like student comes first they have to go to classes they right, have right. to have a major they have to graduate right. they have to maintain a certain gpa but um you know they're also athletes and they also like make a huge chunk of money for the school and so it's like it's the whole thing it's like okay if you treat them like student athletes then like if the school's you know not going to reopen then like sports shouldn't reopen you know that kind of thing um, but if you don't want to treat them like that, you know, like, like kind of do what the NBA is doing where like all the players are kind of in a bubble. There's like very specific living conditions. And like, if you want to play, you have to abide by all these rules to not spread mm-hmm. COVID and stuff. You know, they can do that too. And that's had a lot of success. Like we have NBA games now, you know, and like mm-hmm. COVID has been like pretty low, which, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. You they don't just... have like crowds or anything. Yeah, exactly. I remember I was listening to this NPR segment. Yeah. About a baseball team and how they were doing this like because there was this was back when like there was this big thing everyone was talking about like there was no base like some yeah. team was canceling their season or something yeah um but it was basically like this guy who was like a coach or a trainer or something who traveled with the team talking about um how they had all these rules set up for the players like okay if you tr- you can't travel from like if, if you traveled from like a different city you have to like quarantine first and then like you can only stay with the team when we're traveling like for games but like literally like half the team would, would like snuck out and go like go to clubs and stuff <laughs> like he's he's like yeah this yeah. is like completely like not gonna work because they're like 18 year olds to 20 year old they're just not mature enough to do this yeah like, no <laughs> uh, that's a huge problem too like the all these football programs aren't releasing how many people have gotten COVID oh. on their teams and like i mean everybody it's basically like they're getting COVID from going to parties and going yeah. out and going to bars yeah it's like well they're on campus like they're gonna live like college because they are college kids yeah. you know like but if you want to if you want to do the nba bubble and keep COVID down to a minimum and have like a successful season like, i don't see why you couldn't you know um, but at the same that if they were to do that, they're acknowledging that they aren't like like you know student athletes. Mm-hmm. You know they're athletes first, and mm-hmm. like you know if they're athletes like first, and for students shouldn't they get paid? And all, he brings up all this like stuff where it, it makes their position weaker in mm-hmm. like the court of law. And so um, canceling the seasons was actually like a like a power move by these uh, these football these um, like the the big all, the, all these football colleges. Um, because if you can delay it till the spring and all this blows over, then it's like you know, it's like, oh, we canceled to our, to our pandemic and now we can go back to status quo. You know? Right. Um, otherwise, if they play the season, they're open to a lot of liabilities and like you know, the, you can't predict it. So if yeah. they cancel it now, wait, wait it out. It also means that there could be they could be closed for longer. Yeah. 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 yeah.
uh, like the college sports, kind of like the Olympics, is like kind of like a ripoff. How like the Olympics? Well, the the Olympic athletes, like unless you're like Michael Phelps or like Simone Biles, who's the gold medalist in fencing last last I don't, I don't follow fencing. Well, I'm just saying that's what I'm saying. Like if you you're an Olympic athlete, you're the best at your sport, and uh, like you, you don't make any money. The Olympics themselves. Like the committee and whatever make tons makes. of money. So they're like, and they're all like corrupt and stuff. But like the athletes don't get paid. Like if you won the gold medal in fencing, like I don't, I'm sure they make some money. Yeah. But it's like your primary income shouldn't be from sponsorships. Well, I know that I know that for a lot of sports, like the most competitive tournament isn't actually the Olympics. Yes, that's it's also like true. it's like whatever their world championship yeah. is, or for some sort, like for example, like for American football, the most the most competitive tournament. For that sport is, is the Super Bowl, yeah. like, but American football. Or, and that's not even an international competition, you know. Yeah, but I mean, football is also like a only American. Yeah, thing, that's so true. It's like a so let's say different. like baseball, even baseball, which is you know has some traction internationally. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a lot of they're Japan, other countries. Japan, South America, South America. Yeah, Central America. Say, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the most the most competitive tournament is uh, also the World, World Series. Series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so time for some hot takes. Yeah, I got my wisdom teeth removed roughly two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I opted to do the surgery uh, like awake, just with local anesthesia, Why? as opposed to yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> everybody <laughs> is uh, everybody else goes under. Um, um, and honestly, it wasn't bad. At, like I don't know why everybody's so afraid of like, uh, like just having this. Like you don't feel anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't feel anything at all. But you know, like, it's a like, pinch. But like also why. Because it's only, it's only Why, like when you 40 have, minutes. Like, when you have the alternative, you know. What's cheaper, first of all. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it is cheaper. Okay. General anesthetic is a waste of fucking money. At least for, at least for wisdom teeth surgery. It feels a little weird. Your face gradually starts to feel numb. But, like, man, the guy took the drill, and he's, like, talking to me. And the, the, even the doctor and the nurse like, thought Can you talk with the, with the anesthetic? No. Uh, you can. You sound a little weird because you don't mm-hmm. have feeling in your lips. Um, you can't talk during the surgery because they had this thing that like, yeah, keeps yeah, your yeah. mouth open. But they were, they were talking to me, and they, 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 they even they were saying, we're like... Wow, like, uh, you're crazy, man. Like, like uh, you're, the, you're the best patient we've ever had. Because like, I'm just sitting there, like they're drilling my teeth open. I can see like a tooth dust flying out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm, and uh, did they have a mirror so you could see it? No, uh. unfortunately, I couldn't. I was just staring at a light in the ceiling. I, at first, I was trying to look in the reflection of the doctor's glasses to see if I could see anything, but it was all distorted, too small, you know. Um, you don't really need it. My dad was telling me a story when he got his wisdom teeth removed back in China. And this was like, I don't know how many years ago. <laughs> the back in China story. Back in China. <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know, China wasn't a very developed country like 30 years ago. I don't remember when he got his wisdom teeth removed. Um, they didn't have general anesthetic. They didn't even, like the dentists like didn't really have nurses because nurse, nurses cost money. They didn't. They definitely didn't do general anesthetic because you need someone to like, mm-hmm. watch the little heart monitor, mm-hmm. make sure you don't fucking die. You, put, you know, you stop your heart and stuff like that. So it was all local anesthetic. And... Um, not only was it like only local anesthetic, like they didn't have like power tools for dentistry and stuff like that. So <laughs> <Get> I, a <laughs> hammer. Like, like so the doctor told my Get dad. Get a handsaw. The doctor told my dad, um, uh, like, okay, so uh, you got to put your, put your hand under your chin, like make a fist, put it under your chin. And he took a hammer and chisel. Literally, he's got his elbow on the armrest, his, ch- his fist under his chin. The doctor's got a chisel on his wisdom tooth and a hammer, and he cracks the motherfucker open. Like a walnut? Yes, yeah, what I'm saying, literally. And it's like, dude, and then and this is like, oh, back in my day, we did this. And it's like, yeah, like. If you can, like, if most, a lot of people, because this was China, there's a lot of people in general, and a lot of people need their wisdom to be removed, never needed general anesthetic, never needed a nurse to drill, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm, like, 
you don't you don't need to go to sleep. Like you really don't. <laughs> like, all, all the pain meds out. They didn't have pain meds out there. You, you just sucked <laughs> you it just up. Dealt with it. You punched it's, your mouth. Yeah, it's just like it's it's a lot. It's a, and um, you don't need it. Is what I'm saying. And so that's yeah. That's my hot take. <laughs> okay. Okay. My point is that um, spoiler culture is out of control. Oh. <laughs> People yeah, I'm care way too goddamn much about spoilers. Oh, I have yeah. a few points about this. So first <laughs> of all, there's the general point. If something, if knowing a plot point ruins a piece of media for you, then it wasn't good in the first place. Oh, or go okay. live in a cave. Or, or go live <laughs> in a cave. Okay, like otherwise you wouldn't be able to rewatch anything. You, know, like, like, you wouldn't be able to rewatch anything. Second point, it's not that important if it's spoiled. Even if it is, even if, if even if I learn that, uh, let's say, spoil it. Let's say let's say that, <laughs> that Luke is is uh, the son of Darth Vader. Okay? Yeah. everyone knows that one. Yeah, but let's say it was at 1987, and I was going to the theater and to see the Empire Strikes Back, which yes. is you know the biggest fucking movie reveal of all goddamn time. Sure. So I'm walking into the theater, and someone's walking out. I was like, oh, I can't believe Darth Vader is Luke's dad. And I'm like, what? Yeah, um, yeah. And I go in the theater. It's still a. It's still a good movie. Yeah. Because Empire Strikes Back is a great movie. And second of all. You don't know it's how they, just a oh. movie. Yo, <laughs> it's yeah. still just a movie. <laughs> I wasn't it's even going to say that. It's still just a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if your life is ride and or look, die for I a franchise. I love Star Wars. Gotta, I love Star Wars. But I, it's trust still, me, I know. <laughs> it's still just a movie. Yeah. Third. Yeah. The things that people consider spoilers are ridiculous. Are ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, this is the part, the point that actually, like, bothers me the most because all these things like i don't like getting spoiled for like i don't like knowing the twists of a movie before i watch it. i try to avoid spoilers it's just yeah. like if i get one i don't really mind that much it's like okay uh, like oh well it's like yeah exactly it's like oh well but the third thing is that like people what people consider to be a spoiler is way too broad like for example what i would say is a spoiler is a major plot development mm-hmm. something like a character death or like a twist or something like an ending right a yeah. major plot development yeah not to mention that usually when people, even when people spoil plot developments, it's with no context at all. Yeah. So even if I say like, oh, Ned Stark dies, it's like, okay, like it's shocking because if you're watching the first season, it sets him up as the main character. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the main character died. But it's also like, you don't know anything about the context of that happening. I don't know how it happened, when it happened. I don't know who was involved. Yeah. I don't know who did. I don't know what the consequences are. You don't are. know how it happened. I don't know how and it so happened. It's, exactly. it's still a surprise. And and I, I didn't finish the third point. I, I once was on the Fire Emblem subreddit before the new Fire Emblem game came out oh, last year. And someone, you told me this many someone times, got actually. mad that I said that I, I had a comment discussing the, the stuff that we had seen in the trailers, right? I was yeah. just like talking about someone to someone with it on the Reddit. And someone got mad at me for spoiling <laughs> a game, you know, the rewind time mechanic that you can rewind turns. Yes, yes, okay. I remember. So I, I, I mentioned that, oh, this seems like a good quality of life improvement. Like, now you don't have to reset the entire map just to redo, like, when you fuck up one turn, right? Yeah. And he was like, and some guy was, like, mad at me. Like, why would you tell me that? Like, like I've, I've, like, I've been, a, like, why didn't you mark that as a spoiler? I'm like, it's not a spoiler. He's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, it's a game mechanic. Yeah. It's a game mechanic. It's not even part mechanic. of the story. It's not even part of the story. What's funny is that they tried to put it in the story. They, they have a story justification for it, but it's literally, like, they forgot about it because there are multiple parts in cutscenes where, like, people die on it, and I'm like, why didn't you just rewind time? Clearly not a story thing. It is a purely a game mechanic, yeah. right? That's like knowing what the characters look like. Yeah, like, oh. that's another thing that, again, on the Fire Emblem subreddit, because there's oh, a time right. skip. They don't the want to know what Th- they there's look There's a time like? skip. Listen, oh, there's a time oh skip. Oh, my God. So the, all the characters have portraits, right, during the first half of the game. Yeah. And the second half of the game, they have different portraits because oh, it's been older. five years. Yeah. Okay. People were vehement about you had to spoiler tag the portraits of the, the time skip, like, characters. Like... 
Uh, bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. Bro. Just a lot. Uh, putting stuff in the trailers. Yeah, a lot of a lot of movies put trailers uh, put like stuff in the trailers that are important, but like yeah, if it's I understand like yeah, it's sure it's spoiler, but like also if it's been in the trailer, it's fair game. Oh, also people getting mad for spoiling like a twenty year old movie. Like if you care this much, why haven't you watched it? You really? <laughs> <laughs> the cat, cat is here. <laughs> cat walked into Ari's room, immediately jumped onto me, is is causing is havoc. <laughs> Playing with the wires. All right, forget what I was gonna say. It doesn't even. It wasn't that important. It wasn't a good point, anyways. Last thing, there was a study. It was testing uh, people watching a movie. Yeah. Um, it was like a bunch of movies. Yeah. And then they had one group of people who had not seen it before, and another group of people who had seen it before, or like, and then another group of people who had been spoiled but hadn't seen it before. Okay. And the group that had not seen it before but was spoiled had the highest like reported enjoyment than the other two groups. Who would? Oh, because you're waiting for like the anticipation. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> it, it was like it was like slightly higher. It wasn't like significantly higher. E- even if there's no difference, that's like a big fuck you to all these <laughs> no spoilers. Like you're gonna enjoy it like not like, any like, less. That, that's my main point. Like if yeah. it's a good movie, you'll like it. Yeah. If it's a bad movie, you won't like it regardless of whether you got spoiled. Yeah, or not. literally. So what, what was our what was our outro again? Oh, I I can just do them. That. This fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thanks for listening to Cold Cuts. Uh, catch us next week. Next uh, time. Next time. Catch us next time. Um, hope you enjoyed. All right. Thanks.